The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone considering an independent run for the President of the United States, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Hair Chrome Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Shara Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And it's been cold. Yeah, we, we, we survived this polar vortex, and now it's in the upper 40s. So, yeah. Which is horrible because that makes lots of potholes. And I can't even blame Michigan. It's like, oh, Michigan and the roads. No, this is nature fucking up the roads. Even if Michigan kept up with their roads, these are new holes. Yeah, I hit one big time today. I'm like, okay. Tire didn't go flat, didn't lose anything. You still have a muffler. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I feel, uh, I was like, oh, shit. I hit it hard, and I was like, oh. And it was a new one because it's on a normal path I take, so. It's yeah. Like, yeah, you got to remember that one. Yeah, Dot said that, yeah, it was gearing up its patching cruise for, for this week. Oh, okay, well, things are warm-ish. Yeah, that, okay. they're like, we know that. These temperature swings are going to cause potholes. We're going to do our best to patch. Yeah, because there are some as, nasty as ones. As fast as Especially possible. Especially when they're filled with water and you can't really tell. Yeah, it might be tiny or it might eat your whole car. Yeah. So, oh, all right. Um, has been kind of a quiet month. Yeah, um, that's why we, well, we skipped also because I was busy on the weekends yeah. and just not available for, but without number six, we really have one major, well, a couple of events that happen each month and they always happen the same weekend. Yeah, so... so. So we talk afterwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and no Jeep in the usual Jeep Daddy spot huh? this time. Oh. No. I'm on a couple of online chat groups. Uh, one of, on one of them, one guy said, hey, I'd really like to get plowed a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. And I showed him a picture of my 16-inch slink, and he's like, ooh, I want to try that. I'm like, okay, this time, this place. And he's like, sure, I'll be there, no problem. And... Come up to it, and radio silence. Hmm. Yeah, he never shows up. And uh, but at least he did respond eventually. If eventually he responded two days later, saying, "Oh, family emergency." I'm like, "Oh, oh all yeah. right." I think my guy who didn't show to a uh, coffee date uh, took two months before I heard back from him. And again, family emergencies. It's like, well, unless your family like had an intervention with you, stole away all your media, you know, your phone and all that, yeah. and locked you away. No. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, it's like, oh, my mom's dying. Well, at least text your, you know, fuck buddy that you can't make it. Yeah, I, I don't need all the gory details, just uh, a simple... Sorry, something came up. Yeah. 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 That, that's that's enough. That That's all I really Well, need. it was interesting you discussed that. It's like, you know, I, I'm kind of a three strikes person. So it's like, how many strikes is that? You know, like standing up, is that one strike? You know, because I like said, uh, in the case of this one guy, that one standing up was about three strikes because in the first case, yeah, I, I just left me hanging. Second case took forever to respond. And I, there was some, oh, and the third strike was, you weren't that into it. Yeah. I mean, from the profile, I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe he's more attractive to me in person. And, but it's like, so I was like, well, yeah. you'll never find out. Yep. Um, 
And, uh, uh, you know, the world is small. And like I said, I just got hit up uh, some guy who chatted me up, you know, hey. And I'm like, hey. And then I realized, I think I hooked up with him a couple of years ago because he's an artist. And I, whenever someone says they are an artist, I would say, oh, show me pictures of your work. I'm like, this looks familiar. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I think I hooked up with this guy before. Which is funny because he's 22 now. So I think, you know, I hooked up with him when he was like 19. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, eh. I don't know. I seem to remember it as being okay. But I'm not really too sure if I really hooked up with him. <laughs> or, or it maybe, was definitely a one-time thing. I think if we did, it was once. Or maybe we just met and talked and nothing came of it. I don't know. But, or, or he got to the point of showing you the pictures before but never got any farther than that. No, I seem to remember meeting in person. Mm. But I also haven't seen him around on the apps, so maybe he was away for a while, came back. Who knows? Who knows? Um, for me, it was just I went to Confusion, the, con- uh, the convention. Not much in the way of kink or craft, unless you talk think of writing as craft, which kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, but yeah, they, they have costuming, but they don't really do a lot in the way of craft. They have like a masquerade, and that's it. Mm-hmm. PenguinCon tends to have more, has a kink, a whole kink panel, and then, uh, you know, a line of stuff. And then um, it also does a lot. Sometimes it has a whole crafting thing, too. So that would be more um, like Maker. They're big into Maker space and that. Uh, the other thing was, uh, last weekend I went with some friends to a, uh, a weekend. Someone had a birthday, so that circle of friends, the way they celebrate major birthdays is they rent a house somewhere that's by water or trails, and then they have a bunch of friends just show up and they hang out, eat, and just hang out. And it was nice and relaxing. Uh, there was a hot tub, um, but now I've I mean, like all the guys. Okay, first of all, all the guys who went were fuckable. Everyone there's a bear, there was twinks, there were otters. Every guy there would have definitely been somebody I would have slept with, all except for when we're straight. And it's like, okay, fair enough. And the, the other gay guy is someone I fooled around with in the past, but he has a boyfriend now, and I don't know the nature of the relationship. So I'm like, I'm not going to test this out. We're all been drinking, and nothing's going to need to happen right now because I don't know their situation. Yeah. But the hot tub men, I got to see a couple guys, and, you know, yeah, it was uh, everyone was wearing swim trunks, so it's like, okay. It was, oh. it was um, well, you know. Well, it's January. <laughs> well, it was also single temperatures. But um, the other thing was... It's just a mixed crowd, and, you know, uh, some people are not wanting to see naked people. It's like, um, it's funny, because uh, some of the people there were from Germany. Mm-hmm. We had a discussion about, it's like, you guys, like, Americans are just weird about nakedness, and, like, because it's yes. sex. We do not have any just casual nudity that's com- non-sexual. All of our nakedness is sexual on some degree. And uh, so, you know, you everyone's naked in a hot tub. You kind of see that as foreplay, and, or it's it's uncomfortable with a lot of people because they do see it as sexual. They can't just be comfortable being naked. <laughs> so um, that had come up. Yeah, he he was there in the hot tub in very brief little. I don't know if it was underwear or swim trunks, but it's like thank you. <laughs> uh, nothing like a super tall, skinny, furry guy in really skimpy trunks. Yes. Cool. Um, so yeah, nothing. The other well, the other thing that was kind of kink related. Uh, so there's this couple I've met. Met them once, chat with them, a little bit texting. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem really cool. They're people that, uh, they're interesting. I really want to hang out with them just casually as friends. But it sounds like that there might be some options for play. I don't know. We've never had a chance to hang out. Um, 
But I got a text from one of them that week. It's like, hey, what are you doing Saturday? I'm like, I'm out of town. And it's like, damn it. So it's like, I just, you know, I, these people seem interesting, and I, but they're busy. There's jobs, there's family. I'm busy. So we've yet to have a chance to ever really even just hang out, even friendly wise. Um, I mean, I'd love to do stuff with them and then see if there's chemistry there. And if not, then that's kind of fun too, because I think when you have friends that you fucked and there's no chemistry, it's like, oh, well, we did that. There's a comfort. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, okay, we know we're not really sexual creatures to each other, so we can, you know, we don't even have to worry about that level of stuff. And just hang out and have fun and be comfortable around each other. So, um, so that did come up though because at the birthday when we're celebrating our friend's birthday, we're all going around the table doing little affirmations, and it's like, well, you know, explain why you're happy to be here or why you like her, blah blah. blah. And I'm like, well, this is a cool weekend. I'm usually anxious about going anywhere, so I had to drive through snow and get ready for this. And I was like all this week, I'm like, I just want, to, I just want to cancel out. But it's like other people had canceled out, and it's like she was expecting a certain number to keep the cost down. I'm like, I have to go, and did it. I was like, I'm glad I'm here, and even gave up hot sex with a couple to be here. And everyone's like, Oh, oh, well, well, they're like, we don't know how to take that because we've shared because a lot. Because we're straight. Yeah, it's like, what? Actually, there are a lot of, a lot of bi women were there. Um, but it was interesting. Uh, yeah, and then, but yeah, I think people were just amazed at how open I was. I was like, why wouldn't I be? You know, there's a, there's a hot couple who wants to do me. That's kind of, you know, prideful. It's like, yeah, <laughs> go me. And I was like, but I'm giving that up to be here and I don't mind it because this is a good weekend to just relax and be with cool people. So, so that was my hijinks. And then, uh, we can't get to our own shared hijinks. Shared hijinks. So first, first Friday. Friday, small, yeah. just a handful of us. And then it got taken over by my friends basically because <laughs> I'd been out drinking earlier at a bar down the street. Uh-huh. And I mentioned I was going to Esquire because it was kink night. And then some people showed up and, um, it was like, one was quiet because I think she was like, okay, I'm in a gay bar and there's kinky people at the table and she's very Christian. Not that you'd ever know it from like, she's not like a preachy Christian or, but you know, when talk of God comes up and if you're like me and saying really mean things about God, she's always like, oh, and it's like, oh, that's right. You actually like a God <laughs> and believe in him. So, oh, okay. I you know, she's a nice person. So I'm like, uh, don't want to, you know upset her even though i'm like oh lady <laughs> you're um, a sweet summer child just you know people with you know their mythologies and such uh, the uh what was the other thing oh um and then another friend who i had not seen in a long time she has bouts of sobriety and when she's sober she's not doesn't hang out with us because we are her drinking friends well she showed up so it's like okay and when she drinks she's very loud <laughs> bless her heart and it's like i forgot about that about her that she just can be very loud and kind of wild luckily she lives walking distance from the bar so that night when after the kinksters left and then they were leaving she yeah was like i was like okay i don't have to nurse me to her i don't have to get her back to her house she's she, walking she's good enough that she can still walk home yeah and uh, like, you know, it's like i'm not even gonna try and drive and she, no, fuck that shit i can walk home and she lives closer to the bar than i do and it wasn't a horrible night, so it's like, okay, I trust she'll survive. Yeah, finally started warming up a bit yeah. by Friday. Uh, well, it wasn't minus 
minus temperature. So I was like, okay, five degrees feels fucking <laughs> balmy. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, I mean, it was, yeah, kind of a, you know, there was about five of us, I think, or so. Uh, yeah. But, and, you yeah. know, that's because we, you know, it's like, we're not the best at marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I threw my, uh, pup hood on, uh, early in the night. Okay. Um, just while it was basically just me. <laughs> but, you know, the problem with it, the, the way that particular one is constructed is that the back of the tongue tends to hit right below your lower lip. Okay. And it makes it difficult to move, move your jaw and talk. Oh, okay. So, um. But yeah, it was, I mean, you know, I think the, the Geeksters kind of left early-ish and uh, because it was it was a eh, moderately busy night and there was just, you know, a handful of us. So yeah. uh, the other uh, event I went to was, um, oh, there is a, uh, oh, I think, uh, yes, I have the card. I want to get the name right. Um, because, so there's the Casa de Rosada, which is a gallery here in Lansing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Mount Hope, uh, by the corner of Mount Hope and Teal. And they... Um, there is a, uh, they've had art shows. They had, um, uh, Sergei Kitiev, Kit, uh, um, a local artist who had a, uh, a show there. That mm-hmm. was nice. Well, they, uh, there's another artist. Um, let's see. I, let me, uh, oh, does it have his name? No. <laughs> well, it has his, um, uh, lights on gallery, uh, was, uh, no lights on studio was his, uh, studio space he had here for years. Mm -hmm. Um, he, you know, photography and he's now he's retired. That's closed up. He doesn't have a physical place you can go to anymore, but he still does photography. And so his show of male nudes was, you know, on display there. And it was like, okay, so I checked that out and it was nice. Um, there's like little five by seven prints you can buy of some of the pieces. Well, Actually, I don't think it was any of the pieces that were on display, but other of his work for 15 bucks each. So a nice, you know, low price point. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they do have a room that, as she pointed, the, the gallery owner said, uh, it's kind of our Maplethorpe room. <laughs> so if you aren't into like edgier pieces, basically things showing erections or in this case of uh, kink wise, um, there was uh, like a close up of a cock with a sounding rod in it. So it was like, you know, a little kink stuff, but. There's only a couple pieces in there. Uh, one showed a birthday candle inserted into a penis that was lit. And I'm like, well, that seems like sounding and wax play. And also, you'd, like, we we're talking about, well, how safe... I mean, the not the wax, but the, just the sterility of a birthday candle. You can't autoclave it. You can't boil it. But I guess there's topical... Yeah, there, there, there's... So you could smear on it to keep it, you know, somewhat clean. Yeah, and I mean, the birthday candle, you're not going to be driving it down very deep. So. No, deep enough so it's seated. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, that you're looking at, you know, half inch. Yeah, so... It, it, yeah, and it, it probably only stayed in there long enough to say, uh, okay, three, two, one, click, all right. <laughs> get out, get out, four trips. Because, yeah, there was no wax on the dick itself, and that would have been kind of an interesting picture this Zeke handle burnt down a bit um so yeah that was about you know other than art that was about the kink part of it um the show goes on uh they are open noon to five on saturday and sundays mm-hmm. um throughout the month of february i think the show is up for so uh you know if you want to see pictures of you know tasteful pictures of naked guys check out the the show i think tom now Nell Gorski, Nell, Nell something ski is his name, is the <laughs> artist himself. And, you know, it, it, you know, it's posted, you know, it, it's posted all throughout the show and all that. So he's, he's not shy about taking pictures of 
of you know guys and showing them. So and he's also had a call out for models. Um, you know, I, some of his pictures were um, you know he had a picture of some older men, mm-hmm. and but they do seem to be all very fit. He, he he's not he's not you know pushing body positivity by having everyday people. He wants lean, fit people, and it's like fair enough. Okay, but you know, it's your it's your art. Make it to the way well, you think you pleasure. Well, you think it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as you relate in the car, if there is a piece at the show that calls to you, and you simply have to have it, they they are selling. Yeah, at, at I mean, some were already sold, uh, but you know, there are reasonable prices for a, you know a large you know well done photograph framed, uh, you know, from two hundred to three hundred bucks per piece. Um, Couple were more expensive, which I guess are pieces he actually doesn't really want to get rid of. But if someone's going to dump twenty five hundred right for this paint uh, photograph, hey, fair enough. <laughs> I, can, I can understand that. It's like, hey, right? Yeah. Always got to eat. Um, so that I did uh, before we went to DBC, mm-hmm. which we did last night. Um, it was one of those ones. Uh, not well. About the, I counted about ten people from Lansing were there. And, and about was, five others. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was we were easily half over half of the crowd, um, which made me realize. Well, we were talking about it, it's like gotta start doing stuff in Lansing. There needs to be events in Lansing. But you know, it's like, well, why don't? Well, someone was like, well, why don't you? And it's like because we Inertia. lack time and ambition. And it's yeah, like it takes effort and fuck effort. Because um, interesting, there was like three newbies there, uh, two of which were friends of. People who were already coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one guy who uh, uh, never... Well, he was there. He never... I mean, he took part in stuff, but he never really stripped down. But um, new to DBC. But I guess he hosts his own parties. He's been doing it for a few months now at his own place in the Detroit area. And it's like, oh, so he's been doing monthly parties too. Um, sounded like it was on starting up. He's, I asked how many people were at the one he had just done earlier that day. And he said like eight. So, you know, people show. I don't know what the circle is or how he advertises, if it's just friends. You know, none right. of that, those details came up. But, um, so, um, some good scenes, actually. Um, you know, there was people in leather and harnesses and there's fucking mm-hmm. and sucking and rimming and slings and all that good stuff, so. Yeah. Um, one of the more involved ones was that Boy David was basically giving a symposium on electroplay. Yes. Um, talked about violet wands for quite a while. Yeah, he got out and, of his equipment, was yep. showing, you know, showing some people, and one of the people he was showing was one of the newbies, the one of the virgins, and mm-hmm. I think he's like really intrigued by electro stuff, and it's like, okay, because yeah. he was asking questions, having things done to him, and it's like, I think, yeah, there might be a convert there. So, one of the friends of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, We've talked about him before, the guy who I am... He's called New Guy. New Guy, who uh, doesn't want to be called New Guy anymore. Uh, he, he has asked to be referred to as Fargo. So we will see how far the New Guy goes. See, now. I, you know, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, 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 Francis McDormand with a Minnesotan accent and, and wood chippers. I think Fargo and Steve Buscemi, you know, it's like, I think Fargo, <laughs> that's what comes to mind. But I guess there's also a TV series. There's also a TV series. There's also a rather large city that, yeah. Which I've never been to, so I don't know if it really exists. It's like, you know, I'll, I'll, I, I, know I'll, I know England exists. I've been there. I know Paris exists. I've been there. Rest of the world? Uh, could just be a prop. 
I choose to believe the rumors. Anyway, I uh, gave him his first flogging. Oh. Um, And that was fun. It was interesting. I remember hearing it because I was upstairs and I was hearing things going on, the impact and all Mm -hmm. that. I was like, oh, things are going on. Because that was early in the evening. So I was like, ooh, things are happening. Yeah. They uh, started with my hands, as I usually do, just uh, clapping to get some uh, blood and fluid flow to the area Mm -hmm. so that you can take more. And then, yeah, did reasonably light and tried my best to read his reactions Mm -hmm. so that I didn't push too far too fast. and. Mm -hmm. At least, and then when I saw he was getting there, I was like, okay, we're going to do three hard ones. Are you ready? He said yes. I gave him three hard ones, and then I took him down off the cross and held him for a while, and he said he was kind of floating, and I was like, all right, we we, we got to that point. That's what you're going for in that, you know, getting that subspace. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I warned him that um, you might come down hard. Um, off of this endorphin high Mm -hmm. and if you still feel even a little bit floaty at all at the end of the night let the other guy who you came with drive home (laughs) Um, because yeah definitely in the car outside of this kink space yeah you're going to come down a lot faster and a lot harder it's what happens when you come down is like I mean, what is the, you know, why would you not want to be operating heavy machinery meant to come down? Uh, because it, it's an, it's like a sugar crash. Okay, so it might be sleepy, lethargic, you know. Uh, sleepy, lethargic, okay. uh, slower responses to, okay. to things. And yeah, just a general feeling of, oh, I'm, an instant feeling of spent out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so be bad one while you're driving. Yes, that that would be bad if while you are driving. So especially when the roads are wet and eh, not really slippery. By that point, they're just wet but. and wet and kind of foggy and yeah, yeah and and other crazy people on the road. Um, yeah, yeah, and was constantly switching my uh, climate control between AC and blowing hot air on the windscreen. Yeah, that was a fun drive back. Um, yeah, a couple of the other. Lancy Nights, mm-hmm. we saw their car blow past us. Uh, on the highway. It's like, oh, early, early on the highway. I know them. Yeah. And then we, we got to the clubhouse and we looked around and like, we don't see that car. What What's up? What's Stop going on? Where, Stop where for are food. They? Yeah, I thought maybe they're going to some other event. I thought maybe there was something. Um, because I thought someone was talking about there was something else going on. There, there was something in Ferndale and something at Menjo's okay. that night as well. Um, which may account for the lighter oh. or the feel of the lighter attendance and why it was mostly Lansing folk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually talked to the driver and I said, Hey, I saw you guys, you know, while we were behind a truck, I saw you guys go past us, but we still showed up five, 10 minutes before you did. How did that happen? And they said, um, that they took, um, 696 to telegraph mm-hmm. and then took that down while we take, uh, Grand River all the way and he he thought that his way would be faster because there are fewer lights and i'm like yeah but i'm taking a more direct route and the lights are actually pretty well timed on grand yeah, river we, so we don't have too much yeah on grand river we don't seem to have too much delays or get stuck yeah. also we go on grand river you go past the white castle uh, yeah I, I still don't understand <laughs> why you why white castle I, I don't understand white castle as a concept it yeah. It's called a hamburger. You call that a hamburger? Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, if you are going to be disgusting enough to actually be eating the flesh of animals, then it's a very small... Someone was trying to explain to me how disgusting nuggets were. Because actually, McDonald's nuggets have become much more, like, I think the less processed... Well, I remember the days when about one in every three was edible and the other ones were gristle. Because mm-hmm. the old Chicken McNuggets, so many of them were dark meat and just fused gross things. Oh, yeah. That, it was tailings, basically. You, 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 I could eat the breading and that was it. So it's like nuggets were not something to eat. And now they're more uniform. And I know, uh, you know, there's been like this fused pink paste that gets processed from. I'm like, I was trying to explain to someone, it's already disgusting that you're eating the flesh of animals. The fact that you made it into a paste and then reformed it into something that looks like chicken... Not that, I mean, that's even more disgusting, yes, but it's just a small shift of more disgust from the fact that you were ripping flesh and muscle from an animal, right. it, it, grinding it's a, it and eating that. It's like, people in the future, I think that might be a thing that they look back on. It's like, wow. It, it's a difference in barbaric. degree, not, not a difference yeah. in kind. Yeah, yeah. So, once you've already you know, gone that far, it's, you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, if you're rimming someone, it's like, oh, gross, I don't want to lick balls. It's like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> You'll eat my ass, but you won't lick my balls. balls. What? I don't think I've ever. That was just a. That was just a uh, example. I don't think I've ever encountered that. Oh, I, I, I met guys who are willing to suck you and rim you, but no kissing. Oh yeah, because that's that's just gay. No, well, actually, it was that's emotional. Kissing is about love. They weren't in this for love. They're in it for the fucking. And like, okay, interesting. I I know. Two things related to that. I know someone who really likes to get rimmed in a sling, mm-hmm. but feels that doing it in a rim seat is too, too intimate. Or too... I mean, for me, yeah, because a sling, you're kind of in a sex position. You're on mm-hmm. your back. We think of having sex you know, horizontally. You're sitting in a rimming chair. It's like you're on a toilet. It's just too close to actually like you, you know pooping and some people want that line between the the bathroom activities and the sex activities some don't mind that line as much but for some people they have a very strict line it's like no this is too much like other things i don't want to think about as sexy fun times it's like fair enough or the you know the intimacy it's like i guess yeah that is interesting yeah that that that's how how he described it. he said i find it too intimate I'm like, mm-hmm. okay he, he also said you know he also said, I'm, I'm a little odd, you know, I'll take, you know, 50 cocks in my mouth in a night, but getting kissed, that's mm-hmm. a bit much. He said, mostly because too many guys have bad breath. <laughs> He's really sensitive that's to that. That's true. I mean, mouths are disgusting. I mean, dicks are actually pretty nice. Uh, it's, you know, it's like I could see if someone has not been trained in how to keep their cock clean and, you know, has lots of folds and that, but... Dicks are pretty easy to keep clean. Mouths? No, there's crevices and there's so many fucking nooks and crannies and we're constantly shoving food into them. So and it's, it's it, you yeah. know, moist and dark yep. and warm and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on the uh, pan kink, mm-hmm. pansexual kink uh, online group that I'm a part of recently, one of the women was complaining about a hookup that she had where the guy ate her ass but would not lick her pussy. And, and, and the general response was, what? <laughs> yeah, we all have interesting hangups or like interesting views on cleanliness or intimacies. It, it, it takes all kinds. And 
it's why it's good to kind of discuss things ahead of time because you don't want to be heavy in the moment and suddenly do something you think is just a continuation or fun and suddenly it's a deal breaker for them. It's like, you did what? But I thought, you know, I, I was fucking you hard, you know, for, and then I stuck a finger up there and suddenly you're all freaked out. All right. Big difference between fingers and dicks, I found out with a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, another thing I saw at DBC that I think deserves comment, but I, I want to tread on this mm-hmm. lightly um, because I re- I recently saw a posting on one of my fetish groups that said, y'all need to be less judgmental about tops who don't give aftercare mm. for a, a series of reasons, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe that's maybe the bomb doesn't need it. Maybe X X Y Z. Right. Maybe it's already been discussed. Like, you know, kind of right. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, right. But it, what I saw, and it made me uncomfortable. So, um, I saw a top doing a very heavy impact play mm-hmm. scene, and the bottom by the end was sobbing, mm-hmm. which I had not seen that bottom. Reduced to sobs before. Mm. Usually, when he hits his limit, he starts laughing. Mm. Um, but no, he was sobbing and uh, yeah, ended up breaking the implement. And then when it was over, I had him stand up, face the top, and then just sit at his feet. And the top just was you know playing on his phone, watching the porn. But I was looking at the bottom, and he was you know rubbing his head mm. up against. The leg and the the body language to me just said, pet me, love me, acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. And I part of me wanted to just, you know, take him up in my arms. But I also realized, no, he my providing aftercare wouldn't have been what he needed in that moment. Mm-hmm. He, he needed it from the guy who was mm-hmm. uh, beating him down and... Because you mentioned yeah. that in the car, and yeah, it's, it, it made you feel uncomfortable. It felt like the, the top was not taking the appropriate steps of finishing the scene properly. Yeah. You know, it was kind of left the bottom hanging. Yeah. You know, it'd be, or, you know, it'd be like an intense play where you're just, you know, playing and then just kind of get bored and like, oh, okay, I didn't bring you off or take this as far as we could, but I'm kind of bored now. And you wander away, and it's like, well, the person's still in a sling or doing, you know, something. I could see that, and I thought about more, and it's like... It'd be one of those things that I think really to get an idea if this is just a shitty Dom wannabe or if you're being too, uh, you know, talk to the bottom, like, you know, not at that event, but later and say, so how was that for you? Did that bother you or was that just because, you know, I don't know the relationship between them. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. I and don't I, know and I don't is, either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is a pre-established thing and. And that maybe it's just part of the scene, too. It's like, okay, I'm going to do horrible things to you that you are enjoying because this is something I know you like. And then part of it's also going to be the the emotional kind of twingy abuse of I'm just going to ignore you at first. And if that's been something established, that that's part of the scene, too. Or if this is just like the top was like, okay, we had a scene. I'm done now. Yeah, I don't know because you'd have to talk to the bottom, I think, to find out was this impact, was this a worrisome thing for you? Did it bother you? Um, and know if, you know, this is just, yeah, a top who just kind of like gave up and didn't do the heavy lifting at the end. Or if that was kind of part of the scene too. Because I've known of some scenes that to outsiders, it was choreographed to make it look 
pretty horrible mm-hmm. uh, to outsiders. Like, it looked like someone just came out of nowhere, grabbed someone, slammed them against the wall, and did things to them without any preamble. But they had been staged to where the, the bottom gave a certain signal and they were ready to have the scene start. And then the top swooped in, which is tricky, too, because that's kind of pulling the audience in and thinking the audience is someone thinking, is something going wrong now? Right. You know, they don't know. They haven't been, and that's part of consent too. The people watching, you know, it's like, is this play acting or is this actual abuse that's happening? We don't know because we weren't party to the entire thing. You know, being told, hey, you know, these two, they are a couple and they do some interesting scenes. Be prepared for surprises. You know, mm-hmm. and that would be, I think, enough to tip the audience off that, yeah, something could happen. This guy could swoop out of nowhere, grab her, throw her against the wall, and then just do horrible things to her when you didn't think they were together. <laughs> right. Well, and part of it is also the the three strikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was other behavior yes. by the top that night that had already put him in the, in the category, mm-hmm. to my mind, of questionable. <laughs> right. And... Seeing him do that, I'm like, no, you're you are now in the category of asshole until proved otherwise. But yeah. you, you have the opportunity to well, prove otherwise. Too, but the bottom yeah. is someone you know. And, oh yeah, you know, have you know are you know know and are you know friends with you know you you have a relationship with that Bob and you you've known to them. a degree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's casual, it's social mostly, but right. you know them. So yeah, to see you know someone new or a stranger just kind of like you know, dominate them and not seem to treat them well, it's kind of that thing is like, oh, no, you don't, oh, no. You don't do that to a friend. <laughs> yeah, you don't do that to him. At, at, least, yeah. at least if you're going to do that to him, hold him afterwards, you know. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, yeah. curious myself. Or even how, you know, is was the top actually, you know, concerned himself a dom? Or was he just thinking, oh, this person likes this and themselves doing something that maybe they weren't comfortable with? I have no idea. I have no idea of the history, their history, his history. Yeah, it looked kind of like, well, I didn't see, I wasn't, you know, I did not see what you saw because I was not really paying attention. Because, yes, I know the bottom likes pain, but it was even for it, me. It, it was, it was like, yeah, it was a very intense scene. Yeah, yeah. And like I had to like walk away and not look because, you know, and it was also a loud scene and, and, and a lot of people were reacting that way because there's a lot of people in another room that, like, you know, we would hear stuff of the scene and we're like, okay, you know. You know I, I, I recognize those screams. I know who that bottom is. I know he can take that. A and lot. He's take, he's but take, still, yeah, it's but like, still, I'm, yeah. My, unfortunately, my, I, I, the empathy is just too much there that, you know, I hear that. It's like, you know, hearing a small child crying. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, this, this is hitting certain emotional nerves for me where it's like someone's in distress and you know the 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 reptilian brain core is just like oh my gosh you know something's wrong and it's like but yeah it's you know it's reactions and but you know yeah yeah i'm kind of curious yeah i'm mostly just from the bottom's point of view i mean hearing from you know him later on it's like so what or did that scene work for you is this was this part of it or is this someone you're like going to be like, eh? <laughs> yeah. I, eh. Well, I've got his email. Uh, I, I I think I'm going to reach out to him later okay. in the week and just say. Well, and also this is uh, the bottom yeah. is no one who's who's lacking for partners and attention yep. because he's he's very skilled at the things he does, and I think there's many people who like you know, yeah, help taking part in that skill. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'll probably just 
reach out in a day or two and just say, hey, thinking about you, I just wanted to make sure, you know, I, I was a bit uncomfortable watching. I wanted to make sure everything was okay with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and we'll go oh, from there. So that's DBC. Yeah, yeah, so some intense stuff. And it was, um, it was, I mean, I was just wasn't in a super sexy mood that night, you know? Yeah. I wasn't out of it and not wanting to go, but I was like, okay, I'm not, you know, I, I'm going to take, I took part in some stuff, did some stuff, but was not as active as I could have been. No, you know, there's mm-hmm. people there I could have done much more with. And I was like, eh, this is fun, but I'm just not in that headspace. Not, not really in the mood for, for that sort of thing. Same thing with Claw. It's like, you're saying, Hey Claw, you registered. I'm like, I don't know if I'm up to it, you know? And I mean, that's a much longer thing, but I'm right, like, right. But it's a much more bigger event and commitment. And it's like, do I feel like and, I and really takes a go? lot more energy and time, time and, and money? Effort. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know yet. It's like, hey, you know, if it had to be pinned down, I had to decide this weekend. I'd be like, no, 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 no we're we're but we're there's not, still yeah. time, and I you know, oh yeah, there there's still plenty of time yeah. for that. Um, Especially if there's another, you know, um, next weekend is a fundraiser for MML, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Will Camp, and you. know, and uh, it's an annual event that happens, and there's gift baskets, and sometimes there's a claw membership in it, and sometimes you can get it for a reasonable, you know, lesser price than at the door. Yeah. So if you know, I win that, then I'd be like, okay, I'm committed now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I I do have to admit that I, I want you to go to claw for partially selfish <laughs> reasons. I'd like the hotel room to be split three three ways rather than two. Although I don't know, maybe I'll talk Fargo into going. and well, split with him. He seems to be taking to fun and kick. like like a like yeah. a fish to water. Yes, sounds uh, like he's enjoying it. Yeah, and uh, I think Fargo and Sling Bear are reasonably compatible. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, might have to shoot some emails and text. Well, oh, yeah. well, they both listen to the podcast, so hey. <laughs> so they will. Uh, they may end up contacting me to say, uh, yeah, sure, or eh, no, probably not. Um, but anyway. Uh, moving on uh, to the dungeons. Ex- Speaking of dungeons, um, I have started reading a new blog. Mm-hmm. Hey, blogs! Remember blogs? Um, from a gentleman called Felching Pisser, mm-hmm. who is, I wonder what he's into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a, a Michigan Kingster. Okay. Uh, and yeah, he blogs about his sex adventures, Ooh. and on. A blog entry dated January 14th of 2019. Mm. It's entitled Calling All Lovers of Group Sex. A short version is had a buddy who... Yeah, it sounds like he has a friend who opens up his house for play parties. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like, um, you know, some of the attendees did not treat the house respectfully. Like, left messes and just invaded, you know, personal space. Because, you know, just saw, oh, let's, you know, check out the cabinets or whatever. You know, right, right. this is someone's home and there's certain areas for play. But, you know, it's like if you were, yeah, a guest at someone's house and you kind of went through drawers and shit like that and, and left messes, it sounds like. So this guy, like, looks like he wrote up rules. For yeah, he, he wrote, plays. Up, wrote up a series of rules um, for the play parties and wanted... Advice. Um, oh no, yeah, because it's saying he he knows some he this the the um the rules are I guess someone else's rules, right? That he's right, seen, right. and I've I've seen it too because um I don't know if number six I thought there was a was there a poster at number six that listed some stuff, I thought it was in the hallway upstairs. I thought I saw something once, but maybe not. Oh, or I could be equating it with um when I've gone to uh like uh 
uh, more pansexual play parties. Right. I've seen, it was at someone's house and there were posted rules. Right. One of which was wear shoes in the basement because one person is a crafter of metal and the other is a stained glass person. So you can't trust the basement floor. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of posted rules um, at number six. Okay. One was that it's a safe sex dungeon. Okay. And the other one was no photography downstairs. Okay. Um, oh, and a third that thou shalt not touch the metal shackles. Oh, yeah. Um, with, that, without the, the dungeon master present. Yeah, because a lot of them were antique, and sometimes I think some of them maybe didn't necessarily have keys involved. Yes, that, that, that's what triggered that rule going up on the wall, was that, yeah, somebody grabbed a pair of shackles uh, off the wall. Used uh, them in a scene. Used them in a scene, and then they couldn't find the, the keys. Because the key, you know, for... I know a lot of kinksters who use metal restraints mm. with locks on them. And when they do it, they store it with the key in the restraint. Oh. Um, but that's not how it was done there. So, yeah, that that became an issue. And So yeah. I was like, don't, don't touch. They're, they're, they're for show. Yeah, so those rules. Um, in this case, it was like, you know, they were much more stringent rules. which mm-hmm. like uh, no sex in public. There's play to be had. But if. It was going to develop into something. It could not be done right, in the that, common areas. Right. That like, there oh, are, everything. yeah, there are specific sex and non-sex yeah. areas, which I'm like, yeah, I, I can but see But I that. remember there's many rules. I remember looking them over and reading them and it's like, okay, got it. Because, yeah, yeah it was just posted there. And it's like, and I think, yeah, I've heard a lot of play spaces will be, have more, you know, just yeah, I mean, rules for new, for newbies and to remind people who've been there a while. Right. I mean, yeah. Detroit Binders Club doesn't really have posted rules, but also part of that is that it's not somebody's home. Right. Right. It, there it, is it, a clubhouse. It, it is a clubhouse. So a lot of the rules about, you know, don't, you know, don't re- respect through, these yeah, private don't spaces. Into, don't yeah. go to these places. Don't yeah. open these things. Don't, you know. Right. I mean, there, there is one bedroom at DBC that is technically off limits, but if you went in there, what you'd see is a bunch of, uh, it's storage. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's it's storage. You really couldn't do anything in there. Um, and I think that might actually that door might actually be locked. So, um, but, but yeah. So this yeah. person, yeah, has posted uh, some rules that he found from somebody else. Yeah, and most of most of my com because they they asked for comments on these rules, and I'm not going to read all of them because there are what 13, 14, yeah, like fifteen different rule, fourteen, yeah, fifteen rules, and some have sub rules. And so we don't really have the time. No, but I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like the first one's about a voluntary donation. Right. Um, That's simple. Uh, There's, you know, clothes check, mandatory clothes check. So there's like, yeah, definitely want you. It's like basically. You're going to be naked. Right. Next one is these are the sex areas. These are the non-sex areas. And spell it out. Right. Um, Three uh, slings, rim seats, various couches are set up for use in the sex areas. Do not bring your own equipment or toys unless you've cleared it with the host prior to the party. Which is interesting because so many toys are just like floggers, portable things that you... I mean, I know from right. DBC, every, you know, everyone has kind of like the little go bag of their things they do. Right, but I mean, we DBC is, of course... Kink and dungeon. This is more pure sex. Oh, just for fucking. Yeah, ju- oh, just for okay. fucking. Okay. So toys, I'm like, eh. But, you know, I, I find it interesting that they felt the need to spell out, don't bring equipment. I'm like, what? Did somebody huh. did somebody show up at the front door with a St. Andrew's cross one yeah, time? Is because a lot of times <laughs> rules are because something happened. Right. It's yeah. like, you know. 
It's like, don't play with the restraints. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> or whatever. But I can see that, yeah. So I'm kind of curious yeah. about what their idea was. Um, you know, it talks about non-sex areas, you know, for reach, you know. Yeah, smoke in the backyard yep. only. Which no pictures or videos. Yep, that's kind of, you know, a standard thing. Yeah. Uh, leave your phone with your clothes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then it gets into, like, yeah, what is expected. Um, it's funny because it's, like, it, it definitely has it, like, bottoms. These are what you should do. Yep. It's like be ready to basically get fucked. Yeah, um, and get fucked a lot. And and the way it was put out was basically get fucked by any top who wants to fuck you. Well, yeah, because it looked like there's like a whole like system of armbands. Well, it, it did say some of the parties oh, are yeah, yeah, some of the parties are what I call armband parties. Um green bottom, yellow versus red top. Um and I mean that's I mean, it's interesting because it's it's kind of like a hanky code in a way. It, it and is. If you're not going to be wearing clothes, well, how do you signify if you are a top or bottom? Um, but you know, it sounds like that would come up through conversation. But it looks like also some of these rules are you know, no, in the sex areas you don't talk. No, because, yeah, yeah. Like because um, like there, it was like okay, I see. Like I think you brought this because there's some very interesting rules in this. Yeah. Um, like uh, the uh, oh um. Yeah, like the the keep, keep non sex related conversations in the non sex areas, so you're not talking politics next to someone getting fucked. Yeah, which at, has come up many times in at, other at, at DBC, and perhaps we need to start posting that there. Um, don't disparage or make negative comments about other guests. Also, that's just a general. Don't be a douche. But right, um, you'll be asked to leave if you're yeah because yeah don't harsh other people or say ooh gross or shit like that. Um, yeah, it's like this is a thing. Uh, the party is to meet new men, have good sex. Um, so if you're in the sex areas, you have to be sexing. Tuck, kiss, suck, fuck, rim. Do not stare or lurk. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Because to me, that's simply being a voyeur, which, right. But that's more of a kink thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, having a scene, you, you're, you're at these places to fuck and be seen by people. A lot mm -hmm. of it is you're doing it to be public. So. To not want an audience, I'm like, oh, interesting. It's like, so that's a different thing. It's like, no, this is about sex, and we're just offering places for sex. If you're not, if, if you're not actively sex, you're, sexing, don't, yeah, don't be. And I could see that because you know, I, I, some people might be uncomfortable, you know, getting fucked or worried that others are just kind of like, you know, that they don't want to have sex with will kind of move in and and interact with them, right? Which just comes up in another rule, <laughs> right? Well, and you know, like. At DBC and in the kink world in general, there there is the general understanding of, you know, you don't interfere with the scene in progress, mm -hmm. right? Um, which, you know, is kind of why, you know, I didn't move in and, and scoop up oh. uh, the, the bottom in, in that. because You don't know what's been negotiated. I, I don't know what's been negotiated. I don't know if the scene is really over for mm -hmm. both of them. Um, but, you know, one of the ways that, you know, I will show my appreciation um, for a masterful scene is I'll beat off to it, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, that that's my saying, you know, I, I can't take a part in this, but it's making me hot enough that I'm like, ooh, yes, but absolutely. I think in a weird yeah. way, it is you are taking a part in it because you are getting off on watching people do stuff. So it's kind of like watching porn, but it's right there live. And, yeah. I, and better so, camera angles. <laughs> but, yeah, in this case, it's like, yeah, they don't want, well, they don't want tourists, maybe. Right, yeah. Because there's also been that, too, where people have shown up at DBC, wandered around, looked at stuff going on, but were not taking part. Which I can understand if they're new to it or just, yeah, you know, or don't want it. You know, some people are, like, very concerned about 
contact with other people. They want to see sexy fun times, but they're just not ready to jump in themselves. And, you know, DBC is open to people who just want to be there casually and, and check other people out. Mm-hmm. And this party, no. Not, not, not so much. Yeah, no. And if, also, if, if you're there, you're going to fuck. And also yeah. it's saying, you know, that gives an expectation. It's like, in these areas, you're going to be either fucking or being fucked. So expect that. And I can, you know, I can understand that. Um, the, uh, yeah, yeah, there's just other things that's like, um, the, the armband parties where mm-hmm. you have it, it tells you what you are. So it's kind of like the hanky code. Um, but yeah, the, the next rule, which I think it's rule number four is the one that four, I found. 14. Oh, uh, four, okay. Because yeah, they're yeah, cut it off got, got, got cut off oh, on yeah. mobile. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one. All their house parties are bareback only. If you, condoms aren't permitted. If you're using a condom, you'll be asked to leave. It's like. That I find really interesting. Well, because I, I yeah, because I've seen the other way around. It's like, no, this is a safe party. If mm-hmm. you're having bareback sex, no, you may. And that was back, especially right. in the pre-treatment days, where it's like, no, 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 no. We yes, the only yeah. way of not dying from this is you wear a condom. Right and now, we things are different, and there's but yeah, it's um, but this one was like. Uh, you should be aware of your status. And if you have any reason to believe you have an STI, please do not come to the party until you're cleared to activity. And I'm like, that's a lot of trust in some probably sexy piggy people. Mm. And also it means that, okay, you have to go to the doctor, get all clear and have abstained until you got to the party. And it's like, that's a lot to ask, (laughs) you know, of just people in general. So it's like, I was like, Whoa! I mean, to the fact right, that right. so I'm really kind of curious about that one. What? Why did that one come up? Are you like? Well, I remember once a coworker who did not trust people who didn't drink at parties. She enjoyed her wine, and she was like, "If I see someone not drinking, it's like, what's wrong with them? Are they? You know?" And in her mind, she knew intellectually she knew that this wasn't the case, but emotionally, she's like, "They're judging me." They're here, not drinking. No, this is a party. Anyone who doesn't drink. No, but that's... I I understand her. I feel the same way. It's like, you know, I understand people have issues with alcohol. Yeah, no, I... But no, I, that's the emotional thing. Right. Intellectual, I'm like, yeah, no, everyone needs to do what they're right. But it's like, because we probably met someone who goes to some place and doesn't drink, and you know that they're feeling superior to the other people around them. It's like, oh, those poor... At a con once, I was at a, a, a panel that was talking about... Um, scotch. It was a panel on scotch. And someone was in the back heckling, talking about, oh, but your liver. And it's like, excuse me, sir, this is a panel about pe- about drinking. It's like, you know, and they, and, you know, they kind of said, you can yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, don't be that asshole. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I think that was a uh, worry that, yeah, someone who's just not drinking is probably judging. And it's like, I don't really think so. But she's like, I don't trust someone who doesn't drink. So it almost seems like that. I don't trust someone who wears a condom. They're they're harshing my buzz. Personally, I find it to be a bit, um, you know, overly sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, oh, they're judging me. And it's like, if they're using a condom, then they must think we're all diseased. And how dare they? You know, I got in trouble at a party once for taking the second slice of bread and a loaf of bread. Like, there's the end piece. And then I went in and took, you know, the next piece. Because in my household... 
that end piece is always the sacrificial piece that's going to dry out. Yeah. And no, he thought I was just showing that I thought they were dirty. Like, what? Why did you take that? I'm like, what? Yeah. And so it's like people get weirdly judgmental about stuff or think, no, they get weirdly sensitive to thinking that they're being judged by others. So maybe in this case, they're thinking, if you're wearing condom, you think you're all, we're diseased here. And how dare you? You've got to be in this with the rest of us and we're all we're all clean and it's like uh, did he, I don't think he used the word clean did he no, no. Me- medically cleared yes so that you know yeah so at least he wasn't offensive that way but I just found that rule very interesting and also like really <laughs> yeah the, the level of detail in that rule was interesting I mean I can understand advertising that hey this is a bareback party uh-huh. right so yeah this is a bareback party condoms will not be provided and you know, pl- you know, everybody plays at their own level of risk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, at DBC, I mean, yeah, back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, when I first joined DBC, back at the, the turn of the century, um, they were much more insistent about condom use. Um, that was before we had real treatment. Um, it's you know, it was it was you know, it's it's yeah yeah. I mean, now, um, it's you know. Condoms are there. Condoms are made available. I'm sure um, many of the people there are on prep. Yeah. Uh, um, or even the people who are, you know, HIV positive, you know, being treated to a point where they're undetectable. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are those who use condoms, mm-hmm. those who don't. And I haven't seen any stink eye either way there. And I'm like, it's, you know, we're, we're all there to get off. We're all there to have a good time, and there's no point in harshing anybody else's buzz, you know? Well, because also it's the point of, like, you know, really, you're going to be in judgment while you're here at a, you know, it's kind of like, the people, you know, you're <laughs> yeah. here at a, you know, a, a dungeon party, and you're going to think that, yeah, you know, right. you're better than other people. How? You know, again, it's by degrees. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, we are running short on time. Okay. Uh, you do have somewhere to be, so let us move on to crafting. Girl. I actually did some crafting. Good for you. Um, I prototyped up a um a mushroom. Oh, okay. Uh, I like that. <laughs> a very uncomfortable butt plug. <laughs> well, yeah, same general idea. Um, but the the thing is with most of the, just about all of the mushrooms that I've had that I've seen. Mm-hmm online uh, and this one that I made starts at the top okay. and works its way down. So I need to figure out a, I wouldn't do it with this massive of a head. Um, I probably make the head quite You're a bit basically trying to make it seem like a penis. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I want to put more of a mushroom head on the dicks that I okay. make. So if I can, yeah, I'd make the head a bit smaller, but then I need to figure out a way to join the sack mm-hmm. that, you know, I've had on all of my other dicks uh to it but yeah it, it worked i'm glad that i was able to you know do did the you, did you stuff the head or is that just yes the, I, I did okay. stuff the head with uh with a few cotton balls okay um but i do like that i was able to get kind of a flat decrease mm-hmm. um so oh, there, mm-hmm. there's a definite ridge yep. to the the mushroom uh it's a bit more pointy than i might like but um i i know how to adjust that yeah uh, down, but so yeah, I've done more uh, 3D crochet, and, and yeah, I've got some. I'm almost feeling like something a, a, a um, craft that would probably make better penises would be actually felting. Um, you know the uh, needle felting, 
where you take a mass of, you know, wool and you just stab it with a needle and it just tangles it and makes it denser and denser. And, you know, people make, uh, and you can shape it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I made pumpkins that way. I took a big wad of orange, stabbed it till it was a sphere and then just started doing, you know, in rows. And then it would like make a crevice where you repeatedly stab it because every time you, it's a, it's a barbed needle that you mm-hmm. use. And every time you stab it in, it tangles some of the, the wool and makes it into felt. Hmm. And okay. yeah, needle felting. Um, a lot of people use it to making little, you know, animals. And, uh, and then you want a different color. You can always add on other colors by you just basically put it on there and stab it. And it eventually the th- enough threads get tangled that you uh, it attaches. And so, um, yeah, you can make you, it's very shapeable. It's, you know, kind of like carving in a way. But you're and then so, yeah, you could start with just a big, you know, tube of flesh colored and then stab it till it's solid and then start doing it around the, you know, to actually make the crevice for the head and. Yeah, know, have 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 the cleft of the frenulum and his, yeah, his sit that piss slit, slit and everything. And, so it's like oh, and have some big old balls. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm, so yeah, needle felting. Um, I like I said, I've made a couple pumpkins. I even had little stems on them, and have yet to stab myself seriously with the uh, um, the needle, <laughs> which is amazing because you are you're holding it in one hand and taking it with the other, and just like because you have to stab it a lot. and it's. I'm amazed I haven't, but they make, you know, gloves that are kind of a uh, little Kevlar-ish gloves to stop it from putting a barbed needle through your finger. Yeah, not, I I will, um, I'll probably look into that next time that yeah, Joe jo Answer Michael sends me some uh, coupons. Yeah, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, I think there was a 60% off coupon that was good yesterday. But, oh, well. well, that was yesterday. <laughs> that was yesterday. Um, Craft-wise, the only thing I'm thinking about is stuff for games. I was thinking in terms of, like, I'd like to make a little crafted hexes that you could put on the board for a, uh, um, like, a hex crawl in mm-hmm. a role-playing game. And I was like, well, it'd be nice to cut out little hexes of some material that's thick enough that you could lay it down. I'm thinking, actually, like a Catan, um, you know, the 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 uh, board pieces they use for Settlers Catan mm-hmm. with that consistency. So cardboard. Uh, so I'm trying to find that. And then paint them or draw them so the, the train's on it. Then it occurred to me, oh, there's a nice little hexagon perler pattern, like the perler beads that you put into a little thing and then iron so they fuse together. It's like, I could possibly make hexes out of that. And it's like, hmm. So uh, we'll see. I bought some stuff yesterday, and but so many projects is like so little time. Uh, upcoming events. Um I, Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Michigan Leather. Mr. Michigan Leather fundraiser on Saturday, February 9th. Yep, on Saturday, February 9th, I will be attending a different event. Um, I will be going to a uh, gay nude potluck, Ooh. and shenanigans may follow. Well, so. I would hope so. Why else would you have a bunch of gays and nudes together without hopeful shenanigans? <laughs> Although we did meet a nudist at uh, DBC. He was not a virgin, but um, I could see why he's a nudist because nice body, huge, huge, cock. huge cock, huge cock that I think is always huge. He was definitely a shower. Yes, and it's like oh, and he's like and all around, all over tan because fit. Yep. yep. So it's like and and pleasant. Yeah, I, I was a sad that I didn't really again. I wasn't in the mood to really play that much with people. And I was like oh yeah. I, but also new people, I'm like, okay, until I suss them out a little bit to know are they crazy or not, I'm always a little hesitant. 
And, yeah. and I think I talked to him enough. It's like, yeah, I don't think that crazy. And from what I could see and hear, he has a very good fucking technique. He knows oh. how he knows how to use the oh. the the meat he's I, been yeah, given. I did not see him in action. He was just always wandering around. But no, I did get to catch him in action, and cool. and the bottom was very appreciative of what he was doing. Um, also coming up on March 9th. Yes. Um, there is a fetish takeover of the Out Bar mm-hmm. um, by uh, Mi- Michigan Rubber People. I think I mentioned how I went to Common Language the Bookstore, which is still in the process of closing. Mm-hmm. But they said the Out Bar, it's that it's a it's be dependent on who buys if they they sell the building or not, and it doesn't look like it's happening now. So. The rumors I heard about it closing, they're rumors, and it's up in the air for it. No one knows what's going on. So we will enjoy it for as long as we can. Uh, Also coming up, of course, end of April is Claw, which we have talked about. Um, New progress on Claw. They have posted their initial list of classes. Um, At this point, it's just title, Mm -hmm. so no descriptions and no times. Um, But... Maybe somebody involved with Claw has been listening to this podcast or just the universe heard my lament. Um, there are a couple of more advanced classes. Um, there is specifically a class on advanced fisting mm-hmm. and a puppy 202 class. Um, so I, those are two that I want to attend. Um, we'll see what my volunteer schedule uh, ends up being to see if I actually can attend both of those. Um so, yeah, I'm looking forward to Claw, looking forward to the meal, and of course, uh, First Friday uh, mm-hmm. will be March 1st, and then DBC March 2nd, mm-hmm. and yeah, come on up to First Friday if you can make it. Um, we'd love to have you have more kinky people there, and yeah, you can, the nice thing about Friday nights is that you can torture the entire bar with your taste in music. Well, when they do it, uh, sometimes, the, yeah, the, the video... Yeah, the, the video DJ. Yeah, it, Where you can go and make suggestions and they'll find a video and play it. Um, I don't know if someone was just stuffing the ballot box, but or just but pink, a lot of pink. Yeah, some yeah, somebody because if you use your phone uh-huh. uh, and, and you're online with it, um, you can because he uses a YouTube playlist oh, okay. to hold the requests. Okay. Oh, well, you can request through a YouTube playlist. And yeah, somebody had stuffed the ballot box with pink, which okay. I found Tacky? I don't know. I hadn't seen. I like. I like. Uh, I mean, they, they, were, they were all good songs, but yeah, but it, to, it was a to, lot to, to yeah. commandeer the whole night's worth of songs because they're like another pink song, another pink song. Oh, the the videos are fascinating and were really pretty, and I hadn't seen them before. But yeah, it was a lot of pink. Yeah, like the the. I don't remember the song or who it was with, but her is a fifties housewife. Oh, with uh, Chatham Tanning, yes, her husband, and there's some. Lovely bondage and Betty Page esque, yes. yes. And I was like, oh, and I forgot that Mr. Tanning uh, can really uh, tan, 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 I can't do anything now. Him, the Him. boy, um, can he, dance. Yeah, he can dance. Which, which you know, if you ever seen, uh, was it Hail Caesar? I have not, but I, I think it's I've a, been told that Coen Brothers movie, or I, I think so. Yeah, where it's, yeah. yeah, and he's singing and dancing that one. It's like bless him. All right. Uh, so yeah, and um, I don't know. Maybe with the uh, uh, MML fundraiser mm-hmm. and the oh yeah, I'll have to talk about and, and the new social. Yeah, that we'll have another episode in two weeks rather than oh, in, in a month. True. Um, depending on 
if we can get our schedules to work out to record. That's true. We'll find out. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sirs of Paris, Linoleum Knight, Off the Cuffs, and Bean there, who has just started their new season. Thanks again for listening. We're your host, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.